0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity.
1: You're plugged into the Spark Podcast with Nando and Salinda, where you can catch up on pop culture, politics, HR, and everything
2: in between, because Because no topic topic is
1: off-limits. Hey, everyone. It's Friday, August 26th. We're so glad that you tuned into the spark podcast. I am Nanda Rodriguez and Celinda's actually on vacation. So we have someone filling in for her and it is Nicole Bennett. She's been on before. Hey, Nicole, how's it going?
2: Good morning.
1: Um, so thank you for joining us. We, uh, are, we, we truly appreciate it. Like I said, Celinda's on vacation. I'm hoping she's listening. She had sent me a text. Um, and so. I hope I hope she's listening. Maybe she'll call in. Who knows? Uh, she's driving. I'm so not I'd as have cool her.
2: as Celinda, but I think we'll make it work.
1: <laughs> we will make it work. Hopefully, maybe she'll call in, but maybe not. She should keep her eye on the road. So anyway, let's get started. We wanted to tackle um, a lot of these topics because uh, the V. First of all, the VMAs are coming up on Sunday, right? And oh, yeah. I believe. Uh, from what I heard, there's rumors that Britney's going to open. It hasn't been confirmed yet or whatever. But are you expecting, like, a hot mess Britney? Or are you expecting, like, pull together Britney? Like, what are you expecting versus what are you hoping for?
2: I People are talking about it like it's going to happen. So I am so excited. But I really – I'm expecting – she's been doing her Vegas show for a minute. And so I really think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be groundbreaking, but I think she is going to have it together. I really do.
1: You think she is? So I um, I was having a conversation with one of my colleagues yesterday, or the day before, and he went to see Britney. Um, I forget what what tour it was, but he was like, all she did was lip sync, and and so he figured, you know what? She's lip syncing, so at least she's going to perform like these amazing dance moves or whatever, and that didn't even happen. So I'm not sure what's going on in Vegas, whether we know she's lip syncing, because that's just what she does. But I'm wondering, you know, is she dancing? Or is it just like the elaborate, you know, costumes and set changes that are trying to carry the show? Have you have you seen the show? She
2: has the ability I, I have and she has the ability like I I know she, she lets her personal stuff definitely show, you know, if whether or not we know about it, it always shows, but like, she has the ability to go all out. Like Lady Gaga is an amazing singer, but she honestly really can't dance very well. So she'll have, you know, she'll just belt it the whole time. Whereas Britney, like she'll Mm -hmm. lip sync, but she'll dance so amazing, like the whole show. So that's just, I hope that she can get it together for this because I know that she can, we've seen it. She's like amazing.
1: Uh, you you know, talking about like who can't dance and in the the same conversation, I had Mariah Carey because my my husband actually asked me um, a few months ago, like, who would you rather go see in Vegas, Jennifer Lopez or um, Mariah Carey? I thought about it for a second and it's like, okay, so if you go see Mariah, you you have to be an absolute Mariah fan because all you're going to hear is the voice, right? Like you go to hear, your Mariah form, you don't go to see her dance because she, talk about can't dance. Mariah can't dance. Yeah, and she's also she's also at that diva stage, and this is what I love about her. She's at that diva stage where she doesn't even have to fake it anymore. She gets carried on stage, it gets carried off stage. Sometimes during her performance, they spin her around, and it's just like she doesn't hide her diva ness. You know, like this is who oh, she, she owns is. Owns it she owns it and she's like i don't know i i if you get a chance go to youtube and just uh put in Mariah Carey diva moments and you'll see all these especially when she was pregnant i think that's where it really like got started and because she couldn't move right she couldn't move she she was literally put on bed rest and i think i think she just got used to it and who wouldn't right like especially if you're Mariah Carey and there was there's this one she went to to Kelly and Michael when they were still together and Kelly asked her like wh- you know what's a routine like for your routine day and she's like well you know i get up from bed um and i go downstairs to my hair salon and everyone just stayed quiet and was like wait you <laughs> have a hair salon in your house and she's like yes darling you know and it's like yeah she's this is mariah she has a can you imagine like you don't go to the bathroom and fix your her, hair. I just remember her
0: cribs
2: episode, which was iconic. Like I think I still have it, like saved, like on like YouTube and like on my YouTube account somewhere. Her like cribs episode was ridiculous, and that was only like one of her like many homes. Houses. It was like this penthouse yeah. apartment in New York. I was like, oh my god, she just she killed me, and it cracks me up that you had to choose between her and Jennifer Lopez because she doesn't even know who that is.
0: Oh
1: i don't know her
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know her <laughs> i
1: i saw i saw this whole um thing on andy or on what happens live where she yes, where I she explained saw you saw that where she explained like where yes. that came from
2: I was like, I've never which met her. I, don't, I don't know her and i was like oh shit. right
1: i don't buy that for one second anyway you oh, were excited nice. to tell me you were excited to tell me about this new Britney Lifetime movie that is happening. Tell me more about that. Hi.
2: <laughs> Talk about train wreck. I'm already dying for this. So Lifetime, and this is kind of scary that they can do this to people, but apparently they're just doing this biopic that's coming out in 2017. Um, it's called Britney. And she has, her people have come out and said, we don't know anything about it. This does not have her blessing. She's not involved. And they're just coming out with this movie about her and I already know it's just gonna be such a hot mess. Like, I don't know if it's worse or better that she's not involved, but it's 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 gonna be amazing. It's gonna be like just this iconic movie. I already know.
1: So Lifetime, I feel, has such a great reputation at you know their lifetime movies, such as like I betted a stranger or my rapist my father, right? And but- <laughs> But when it comes to movies like, you know, biop uh, biopics, I think that they really set the bar so low. I saw the Tony Braxton they did, and unfortunately, oh Tony was involved. Right, Tony was involved in the making of this, and it was it was horrific. Number one, the person that they got to ca- the person they casted as Tony, I, I didn't buy it for one minute, and number two just every just it, i just felt like they went and they said hey, who's done at least four weeks of acting okay you're all cast because it was just so worthy the entire time right and so that wendy williams did the Aaliyah movie which there was so oh, much cut yes. back for that remember that and wendy oh williams God, at the yeah, time. Wendy Williams at the time was talking trash about the other Lifetime movie that had just come out. I can't remember what it was about. Um, it wasn't Whitney. I don't think it was Whitney. Maybe, maybe it was Whitney. And she was talking so much. And then much, they did like a really
2: Fantasia heard. one too that was equally as bad.
1: Oh, I didn't even know about that one. So
2: it was I, I know so that bad. Wendy was
1: talking so much trash. And then when hers came out, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. yet to see it, but. Everyone, every review, it was just horrible. And I don't even know if she talked about it on her show after it appeared, because she knew it was really, really bad.
2: Oh, man. And I don't, I mean, um, they, that's just, like, what they do. They've done early 90s, like, Tory Spelling. That's just, that's just who they are. They're never going to make it this amazing piece of film. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah.
1: I think there's potential. And, and obviously, you know, they want ratings. But maybe that's what they base it on now, is... It's going to be so bad, people have to tune in, right? Like, hate watch. Oh, yeah. Talking about hate, hate watch, watch and, and bad, uh, let's talk about Kate Gosselin, who's been in the news recently with her, uh, oh my what did God. she do? She I sent her son away, right?
2: Yeah, so she had this, like, tell-all interview, again, you know, just trying to stay relevant and trying to, you know, like, hustle her kids out there, but she... um had this big interview in people with all of her children and revealed that she had sent one of the, what is it? Sex couplets, I guess, the six Mm -hmm. babies that she had. She sent one of them away, Colin, who was kind of like the rambunctious little energetic one on the show back in the day. She sent him away because, and she didn't get specific, you know, for his privacy or whatever, but she said that he has like, learning disabilities and like special needs. But the way that she said it was really like off-putting to me because it wasn't like, yeah, we want to get him the best help and the best school and and whatever. It was like having a special needs child really puts a lot of stress on our home life. And I'm like, oh, so like you don't say it's just because you couldn't handle it and you don't want to deal with it. And then the other two, the older girls that they had prior to having this litter of children, um, they're twins, and they're, you know, teenagers now, and they were coming out and just, like, spewing hate about their dad, who they're estranged from, I guess, and they don't see him, and this dude's, like, working at, like, TGI Fridays, and, like, hustling as, like, a construction worker and a DJ and, like, whatever he can, and... He's just never been able to bounce back. Him. No, but they, she keeps him down, even though they're not together, like, she obviously, like, talks crap about him to their kids, and, like, she hasn't let him do anything.
1: He's, but, you know, I feel like he's owned that story, and and he's, because I hear what you're saying, right? But I feel like, obviously, he owns that story, and he's, and he's attaching himself to that story, which is maybe I'm a loser, uh, I'm a deadbeat, whatever, because I don't feel like anyone can really talk that much crap about you without your consent meaning you know if if he went out there and proved her wrong and and was really making it then she would be the one eating crow but he's just like really owning that bum kind of reputation you know do you remember that's
2: that's a good point
1: do you remember that um that horrible manager haircut that she had Oh right, with my the Spikes God. in the back.
2: And, <laughs> they and even had like Halloween wigs for that. That was amazing.
1: <laughs> so my friend Ted Gibson um, and Jason um, and Jason, his husband, were the ones that gave her hair and completely gave her that makeover. And that's like with the, the extensions that, and stuff. Yeah, they're the ones that did that. They were just Ooh, like, you know what? We're, wow. gonna, we're gonna soften your look. We're gonna give it because Ted Gibson is like a master at, like, these makeovers. He used to be on that show, um, What Not to Wear. And oh, they yeah. would bring, yeah, they would bring the people and he would give them, like, total makeovers and, and just make them look amazing with their hair. And I remember when they were working on Kate, they were tw- they were just, like, tweeting very, you know, um, covertly, very secretive, very, very mysterious, co- veiled, you know, veiled in mystery like, we're, we can't wait to reveal, you know, our, our secret, you know, celebrity or whatever. And and then she got on the cover. I believe it was when they revealed it, she was on the cover. I forget a Wolf Magazine, maybe people. But then she was also doing press junket at the same time. And I remember asking them like, what was your inspiration? Like, what did you want to do? And they were just like, we just, we just wanted to soften her look. And it worked for a while, But who she is is who she is, whether she has extensions or that manager haircut, you know?
2: (laughs) That's so true. And then she like came out and after she got this new look and she could, you could tell she just thought she was like the hottest thing and she looked so much better. Oh my God. Like they were miracle workers for doing that. But then she came out and like, she like always like, they did like a little like special catch up, you know, one-off show on TLC for them. And she was like. This like hot diva, or she thought she was, and she was like, "I can't leave the house without high heels." I'm like, "How are you walking around in Louboutins with eight children? <laughs> right? How does this work?" A,
1: and and now we know. Cut to 2016, and now we know why she's sending her kids away. Watch, there's going to be two more sent away pretty soon. Um, talking oh, about sure. talking about you know uh, bad behavior and just just crappiness. Um, let's get into Leslie, Leslie Jones and what's been happening with her, with the internet.
2: Oh, this is so sad. I feel so bad for her.
1: My thing is, so everyone, um, you know, she, she's on SNL. I actually know Leslie because of, not personally, but because of a Netflix special that she had a while back. And I thought she was so hilarious. So when when she made it on SNL, I was like so happy and I think she's brilliant. I think it's funny She's kind of like that one-note harsh, you know. But she she plays off that harsh, but it wants to be feminine, and that's what makes it so funny, right? Um, yeah. But for whatever reason, like she's getting all this hate all of a sudden, and it started with Ghostbusters, right?
2: I I think so. And then I don't I don't really know where it started. I I I've seen her around, and I really did like her. And then but the um, she's just been she's been getting slammed and oh i could go on about this forever i don't i don't think that i don't know with all this like racially charged stuff i do tend to think that if she were maybe like a white female this wouldn't happen i gotta be honest because i i just think that she's out because the rest of the ghostbusters
1: the rest of the ghostbusters they didn't get attacked as bad as her right hardly at all i
2: mean hardly at all no
1: And, and what I did like, well, I know,
2: like fat shaming or whatever, or, you know, oh, you know, then like the feminists come out. But like, where, when does that, why does that not happen for her?
1: So for those of you that might not be aware, so she got attacked first on Twitter, right? People, you know, as soon as the, the ghost, actually it was before the Ghostbusters when we came out, people started, you know, talking really negatively about her, about how dark she is, comparing her to monkeys and, and all of that. And it got to a point after Ghostbusters was released, um, it, it got really, really bad that she wrote Twitter and was just like, you guys have to intervene here. Like, seriously, like I get free speech, but this is like really bad. And actually one of the co-founders of Twitter um, wrote her back and was just like, let's discuss this. And they actually deactivated some of the accounts that were spewing all this hate towards her. And especially that one guy, Milo, I forget what his last name is, but yeah. he's just like has this like this community of just like troll and hate. and and so they they actually banned him for life from being on Twitter, which was, you know, amazing. and And then what happened was, you know, it kind of blew over. and then the the um the Olympics, right? The Olympics happened and and Leslie was tweeting her, you know, funny tweets and it got and it got so much attention. That they invited her to go out to Rio and, and live tweet from there, which everyone's just like, yay, you know, happy ending. But then fast forward to this week, where do you know? Are are you aware of what happened to her website this week?
2: Yeah, that's that's why I feel so bad. The the biggest like hit was her nude photos got leaked.
1: Yeah, somebody went onto her website. They hacked her website and they uploaded nude photos of her. Ah, uh, they uploaded her passport. They uploaded her driver's license, um, and and they uploaded several memes of that gorilla that that was shot. Remember the gorilla that um, the baby was in there? Oh, from and the so they Cincinnati
2: just, Zoo.
1: Yeah, and they just shot it. So they uploaded all this information, and they had to shut down her website. Now, what I find interesting is they're blaming the the first people that came to mind were the guys that had hacked into some of the celebrities' phones or accounts and had leaked their photos and they actually got arrested and they're, they're about to serve prison time for that. Yeah. So the, they were the first ones that people thought maybe it was them, but they're like, it wasn't us. We didn't touch, <laughs> we didn't touch or Stop, <laughs> like, stop looking, stop looking this way. But you know what I, so not only is like the FBI involved, ICE is involved, which is like the immigration center for, you know, like, um, uh, well, I forget what it stands for. It used to be INS, but now it's like the immigration center. Here it is. It's oh, because Immigration and Customs passport? Enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Man, um, I, which- I
2: hope they get caught. That is so terrible. Like everybody has that stuff on their computers or their phones and Oh my God. Like even with the celebrities, like I know everyone's like, well, they shouldn't have put that on, but everybody has that on their phone. Everybody has things like that that they wouldn't want out there. Whether or not you have nudes, it's like you wouldn't want your social or your passport out there. Right. It's, just, it's the, it's the worst.
1: Um, you know, also what's the worst when you go and get your hair done and it's not what you expected and it's not what you wanted. Has that ever happened to you?
2: So many times
1: so many times so um anyone who knows me knows that I'm big with hair and it's 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 just something that you know takes up a lot of my time but you know I feel like it's worth it and I I get really bored with my hair really quick so you'll see me go from like black hair to recently I've been doing like a lot of gray I, I have gray in my hair anyway but like I I highlight it even more, right? So I have all these gray hairs. Coming out. Looks, by the way. Well, check this out. I, I let it go natural, so it wasn't so much gray, and I got bored with it. So I went in, and I got it done, right? And the first time I went in, they didn't do it, like, enough. There wasn't, you know, enough white in there. So I let about a week, two weeks go by. So I went back, and they're just like, okay, we'll fix it. Then they fixed it, but in the fixing they burnt out they, they, they completely fried the end so i had to go in for a haircut which then gave it a whole different look because the whole purpose you know whatever so when that haircut happened because that was like two weeks after the second fix up um some of the color was fading and they went in there and they put a different color in and i walked out with like brown hair and it looked really weird it looked like um it, it looked like it was a mistake. Like I went home and got a bottle of whatever and then just did it myself. And oh, I did it no. for like a week. Yeah, I did it for a week. And every time I'd look in the mirror, I'd be like, this is horrible, this is really bad. And it was really weird because my hair looked good, but not the color, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm having such a good hair day, but I hate the color and I felt embarrassed. And I was just like, you should never feel embarrassed about wearing your hair like that. For me, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. Right. And so I was debating do I go back? Yeah. So I was debating do I go back to them? Are they going to be like, oh my God, here he comes again? Um, So you know what I did? I just went and I went to the the store and I got a bottle of black and I just dyed it black. So now my hair is jet black and now it looks like I have a toupee on my head. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Tell me. So what would you have done? Would you have gone back that fourth time?
2: I have gone through a ton of stylists because I, I decided to go blonde, and I have, like, um, I call it, like, Kardashian brown hair. It's very dark. So I uh-huh. decided to go blonde maybe, like, three or four years ago, and that, like, process and finding, to me, the key was finding a stylist that I could just feel honest and comfortable with, and I can literally text her and be like, This is, this is funky today. Like what's going on? And she'll tell me, Mm. Oh, you know, we'll do this differently next time or, Oh, come back. And so like, that was really what, what sealed the deal for me because I had so many times like that where I walked out, like literally almost in tears, like, Oh my God, she's bleached it or she's done something crappy. And I, and I have to wait six weeks because I didn't feel comfortable enough to like go back. But do you have like a good relationship where you feel like you can just be like, Hey, this is not cool.
1: Well, I I do. I feel like I do. But for me, it's just like really a fifth time to go in there again. So I I just figured I I would just take care of it myself. And obviously, what happens when you do your own hair, you look like you have a dupe. So I I, I just feel like a couple more shampoos and it'll fade. It'll start fading. And so I'll probably shampoo my hair every day for the next week, which is something I don't do. But I just want to get it to fade. Right. Um so it's just well, not that honestly, jet they're probably going to
2: tell you to wait anyway because they they're not going to want to really put anything else on it with everything that's been done. So they're probably going to yeah, tell you no. to just do exactly what you said anyway.
1: Yeah, it's just oh, it's just bad. So, um, Shoshi, you're on. Hey,
0: hey, yeah, hi. Hey. Um, <laughs> hi. Uh, no, do I want to see a photo of you and like your toupee hair. Well, no, I keep my hair short. I have my hair short for a reason.
1: I don't have to do all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, Shoshi is like, get up and go. And she's always like mm-hmm. rocking some, what I love, like, I've, a while back you were into glasses. And so you had these yes. glasses, you were rocking these glasses. Sometimes it's like a piece of jewelry or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like your you're brand. You're, you're, I feel like it's very consistent and we can always like know what, what, what to expect but then not know what to expect that extra piece is going to be
0: exactly where did and forget <laughs> it <laughs> yeah where it and
1: forget it i do that with other stuff um, so <laughs> so tell yes. us t- tell us you know i before you get into a reading i wanted to ask you so when when you're giving us these these readings where does it come from like can you can you kind of explain that to us
0: sure i mean i i'm a clairvoyant uh which and a a, tr- a trans medium which means i'm bas- i'm getting the information from the universe like i channel i channel the information and i talk to spirits and guides and i ask them what's up what's going on so that's where i'm getting the info uh i mean it's it's hard so to is explain it like it tell- isn't- okay yeah, I mean it's hard to put into words. It's like yes, it is a spirit, but it's a big spirit, and sometimes it's more okay. than one connection. But it's just it's basically clairvoyance get their energy from the life force from the universe because we're we're reading something that we call not clear. That's what clairvoyancy is. It's you you don't see it, but you're you're getting the information and you're getting the words and you're getting the wisdom from what's out there. <laughs> I know it sounds and I'm very thinking- woo woo. <laughs>
1: I'm assuming that the more you do this, the more in tune and, and the stronger the, the messages come Oh Absolutely. Come in. Okay.
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now I've been doing this a while, and so it's it's very easy for me. Um, but anybody can technically do this because we're all intuitive. And you just, you know, it's kind of like practicing your muscle and trusting it. So absolutely. Um, so that's why I feel like my, my readings are pretty much on point, 95% what my clients have told me. So I, I I listen, and I give you what I got.
1: All right, so why, why so, don't you give it to us? Why don't you give yes, it to us right
0: this, now? <laughs> this, this weekend, this weekend. Okay, um. so I do use, when I do these readings, though, I do normally use some tarot information as well in channeling. So the Nine of Wands came up, which shows that it looks like some people had a hard time this week at work. And oh they're really God, thinking yes. about... Uh, So they're really thinking about work issues. So it's a good weekend, actually, to revisit your goals and your dreams and think about is this the job for you. If you're an entrepreneur and maybe you're thinking about taking on a full-time job, you might want to really think about that and get your your resumes together this weekend. Look at your resume. Does it really say who you are now and what you want to do in the future? So it's just basically a good time to revisit I like to call it the life journey, which is a, a work is part of our life journey. So revisit those goals, those dreams when it comes around work and business related issues. That's the weekend.
1: Nice, Nicole. Do you feel like you can relate to that?
0: One hundred percent.
2: This week, kicked my ass. <laughs> wow.
0: Hang so in there. I'm assuming.
1: <laughs> So, I'm assuming, like, maybe if you are working a nine to five of corporate and you've always wanted to start that startup or be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. this is a good time to evaluate that and how to make that happen. I think, um, I think for me, I've always struggled with that. You know, when Shoshi and I first met, I was 100% blogger, I, I, yeah. I all, my, all my money was coming in blogging, uh, doing video reviews, all of that. And I won't lie. It was one of the best times of my life because i was in creative mode a hundred percent and it was my own right so Mm -hmm. it was my opinions my dating and relationship advice um but what i struggled with was the amount of money coming in Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because Mm -hmm. it wasn't always steady and i'd be freaking out at the end of the month like oh my god (laughs) <laughs> like rent is due in like two weeks and it's but it would always happen but it would just barely happen right and mm, there was that yeah. thing of like living paycheck and paycheck and then so when I got the opportunity to go back to corporate and it was working in social media I was like okay well maybe I'm not that big sellout after all um be creative but I've been toying with that idea all over again. So this is great. This came mm-hmm. at a really, really great time. Thanks, Shoshi.
0: Of course, Thank and let's thank the universe for that. <laughs> awesome, have a great weekend. <laughs> thank,
1: thank you, <laughs> you too. So we're Bye. in the Kardashian minute right now. So Nicole, you wanna kick it off?
2: We need so much longer than a minute, but we'll make it work. So, so many things are happening. Um, I'm dying at um, Rob Kardashian coming out and saying that they spent like $13,000 on Black China's um, takeout food because she's saying now that she wants to gain 100 pounds during her pregnancy, which I think is Kris Jenner's little your mind working saying you know gain the weight and then you're going to get so much money when you lose it and you have all these endorsement deals and interviews talking about the you know losing the weight so that's that's what i think is happening there it's just it's a train wreck
1: that th- i agree with you a hundred percent and i think chris is behind all of it as she's behind everybody else's but you know what she makes it work so i say chris keep those brilliant ideas coming because they're entertaining to us and they're obviously working wonders for your family. So thank you so much on the show. Shoshi, thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you have questions, write into us, Um, listen to us. We're on iTunes. We are here every Friday at 10 AM and we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning into the spark. Bye.